for Rat Network, with Flipper's Gallery every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern. You think about it, we Rat Network. This goes live on Facebook. Hey, everybody, it is Friday, the last Friday of the month of July. Hope you guys are all doing really well, and I uh, hope you've had a great week, a great month, and if you got to go on vacation, even better. Uh, it's uh, Hopefully, you had a chance to take a break, and if you watched our our vacation issue, our vacation pro- podcast, you can understand that we really do believe vacations are a really, really important part of what our lives need to be. I'm David Solomon. I'm back here in the saddle here. Stuart is still away. All is good. Everybody is great. And I hope that you're having, a, like I said, a good week. But you know, it's crazy. Uh, if you're like me and a crazy sports fanatic, you think the last week has been amazing. The Olympics are on and, you know, whether you agree or not, which we've talked about as well. <coughs> Excuse me. If you look, if you're into the draft, the hockey draft, the the, the, the basketball draft, everything like this should, this is, this should be just a, you know, a wonderful, amazing, amazing, amazing week. But like everything else, just like how things really tend to work out in our world, real life has to penetrate and permeate and ruin what should be fun and what should be sports. Now, if you've been following the uh, the women's Olympics, uh, the U.S. Olympics uh, women's gymnastics team, the U.S. team, you might be familiar with Simone Biles. Simone Biles has been classified as the GOAT. She's considered the greatest gymnast of all time. Whether you agree with it or not is not relevant. The point is, <coughs> excuse me, that Simone Biles has only been a success at every level. And before the 2020 Olympics, the uh, U.S. Olympics team asked her to stay on, and she said no. She wanted to retire. She wanted to move on with her life. And instead... They convinced her to stay on. And then COVID hit, and then everything moved out a full year. And Simone Biles suddenly didn't look like the Simone Biles that we've seen. If you've seen what she did in 2016 in Rio, unbelievable. I mean, humanly impossible. And then here she is, she comes into 2020, and you look at her and you're like, what's going on here? I watched her, and I was shocked at the mistakes. I was shocked at the near misses, and I'm even more surprised she didn't hurt herself. In the middle of the competition, of the team competition, she pulled herself out. She cited that she just couldn't compete and she would be a danger to herself and to her teammates. She pulled out. Now, you would think in the world of, you know, where we are today, we would understand a little bit where mental health and physical health are really one. And yet, instead, instead of applauding her move Instead of supporting her, social media went ballistic where so many people criticized her selfishness, her terrible attitude, her, you know, like, what are you talking about? How could you quit on the U.S. national team? How could you let us down? You just dubbed her the greatest of all time. And you then turn around and you said to her, "Mm -mm -mm, you're in the bad. Now, here's the crazy thing. (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me. What's crazy about is we're on live, folks. We're not edited. I'm sorry. What's crazy about what's happened with Simone Biles is that she realized that if she continued, she was batting what she called the twisties, which means that her mind and her body were not in sync. And if that's the case, 
she was going to cause tremendous damage to herself. She could potentially get hurt, but she could also hurt her teammates. Now, if you know anything about gymnastics, and let's put the personal part of uh, the, the mental health aside for a second. If you know anything about gymnastics, you can get penalized for mistakes. If you fall, if you go off the bat, if you don't land right, you have mistakes. It is better to put in a sub or somebody else in. Simone Biles figured that with what she was going to do was going to hurt her teammates. She was vilified for that. Not by her teammates, but by the social media. And, and again, everybody who sits anonymously behind Twitter ripping her apart. She said she has been dealing with some mental challenges. And this is not new. USA Gymnastics has been lambasted for its horrific treatment of women for decades. Dr. Larry Nasser was crucified for what he did physically and emotionally to all these female gymnasts. And to date, still, the punishment isn't there. There are dozens of women, including Simone Biles, who were impacted by Dr. Larry Nasser. Now, Bella Caroli, who everybody called the great coach, he too is no better. He mentally abused his teammates because if you remember Kelly Strug, and that was the, the great gymnast who landed on one leg, she still suffers physically from it, but he forced her, he coerced her to put her body on the line for the gold medal. Was it really for the gold medal for his, you know, his reputation? And at the end of the day, this is what's going on. Mental health has a significant impact. Mental health is a problem. And the longer we push it aside, the harder it's going to be. Penny Alexiak, famous Canadian swimmer, one, she's the most decorated Canadian swimmer. She said that she was dealing with, with the, her inner battles. Naomi Osaka, greatest tennis player in Japan today, dealing with demons. It's not just on the lady side. There are men who are also dealing with a variety of issues with depression, including Michael Phelps, the great swimmer. Folks, this is not new. This is a real situation. And to rip her apart, your so-called greatest of all time, and to say, oh, no, now she's let us down? Shame on you. If that wasn't enough, last Friday, the Montreal Canadiens decided to draft Logan Mayu. Now, for those of you who may or may not know this kid, at the age of 17 in November, he was with an 18-year-old girl. She performed oral sex on him. And her not unknowingly, he took pictures of her. He shared it with his teammates. He plays in a professional league, in a third division professional league in Sweden. He is a, he should be playing in London, Ontario, but instead he was playing in Sweden during the COVID. He took the pictures of the girl, shared it with his teammates. Nobody knew she was anonymous, but then he shared her profile. And now everybody knew. And here she was, embarrassed, of course, hurt, of course. And this dum-dum made a mistake, a seriously stupid mistake. But according to Swedish law, he was fined, punished accordingly, and he paid his dues. Now, remember, this, is, this was a 17-year-old kid who doesn't have money. It's not a millionaire league. But he paid out the, the thousands of dollars that he had to pay as a fine. Now, you might say that's not enough, but that's up, that's up to you. That's, up, that, that, that's for you to call. But he apologized. 
He claimed that it was a bad mistake. It didn't matter. He then decided to withdraw his name from the draft. He said he didn't want to get drafted. He needed to get some rehab, some therapy. He's been going, apparently, for rehab ever since to help him with his decisions. The London Knights, the organization that owns his rights in Ontario in the minor league, did an assessment and came back by saying that they've seen an improvement that he is within his faculties and that there is a maturity that's kicked in. Remember the kid did this at 17 years old? She was 18. So she had sex with a minor. Nobody's talking about that, of course. But his photos were stupid. He admitted it was absolutely stupid. Now, as a parent of whether I would have a daughter's or a son, and I have three sons, I would absolutely be disgusted by what this person has done. Sharing pictures of that, it's this vile. You don't see her face, by the way. You see hair, you see bra straps, apparently, but you don't see her face. And he was trying to boast with his new teammates. No excuse. There is no excuse. But he isn't the first. He's not the last. And he didn't commit a murder. He didn't, he didn't steal from anybody. Yes, she's hurt. Yes, there's a victim. I agree. But at what point does Logan Mayu suffer to the point where he can move on with his life and get a second chance? He won't get a second chance because you end up with people like the Prime Minister of Canada, Mr. Second and Third and Fourth and Fifth Chance, who blasts the Montreal Canadiens. I mean, this guy is full of mistakes and he's an adult. And yet he had the balls to say that the Canadians were in the wrong. Gary Bettman, the, the commissioner of the league, said the same thing. The Canadians made a mistake. Hab's owner, Jeff Molson, also apologized. Didn't realize to what extent he hurt fans. Well, it also helped that sponsors threatened to pull out. But the Canadians said that they were going to help Logan Mayu continue his therapy. He won't play this year for the Canadians. He will continue, and until they feel that he is psychologically ready, understands the depth of his mistakes, he will not play for the Montreal Canadiens. Now, I don't care that this is my home team and my 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 beloved team. I would tear them apart. You know, I'm not a big fan of the general manager. I'm not a big fan of a lot of things that the Canadians do, and I'm actually pissed off at Jeff Molson on a variety of different things. A rant for another day. But what you're saying to a kid, a 17-year-old who now turned 18, is life won't give you a second chance. When you make a mistake, you're labeled for life. And he will be labeled for life. There is no doubt about it. But what disgusts me is that the choice here is that in society today, in the cancel culture that we're in today, in the attitude that we're in today, let's ruin this kid's life because he made a dumb mistake. Now, you could say to me, David, you don't have daughters. You don't understand. I don't need to have daughters to understand. Because if I were this kid's father, it's on me too. If the label's on me that I raised this kind of kid, a, you know, it's the daughter is the victim. Absolutely. And it's horrific. And I hope she can move on with her life. But Logan Mayu was a 17-year-old minor who shouldn't have had his name released, but it was. This is a juvenile crime, if you would call it that. But we know who it is. And because he's a hockey player, 
And because we can, society has torn him to shreds. Again, he doesn't deserve a second chance. You hear it on local radio. You hear it on the talk shows. You hear it. He doesn't deserve a second chance. Why not? We let murderers get a second chance. We let thieves get a second chance. Fuck, we get, excuse me, we get politicians get a second chance and they lied and steal. And they get second and third and fourth chances. Please see Prime Minister Trudeau. But not this 18-year-old kid. Now, I heard people applauding Desjardins Bank and St. Hubert Chicken, who were Canadian sponsors, who threatened to pull the money from the Montreal Canadiens. Give me, come on. Like, really? These corporations? Show me your values before you go on and do this. This is a great public publicity stunt. Don't do that. Okay, I've seen companies in the United States do that, and they are they're talking, they want they're they're trying to get involved in the politics and talk. give me a break, because when you go dig deep, you're no better. This kid deserves a second chance. Listen, if he fails, he fails. That's it. But are we so callous in our society that a kid cannot get a second chance? How can he teach? others. We do that with alcoholics. Alcoholics go to AA and part of their program is to teach others to avoid mistakes. But here, no. No, the kid should be torn apart, crucified. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't get it. When did we lose our sense of community? Where did we lose our sense of trying to teach the next generation right from wrong? He was a minor, not old enough to drink, not old enough to vote, not old enough to go to the army. He made a mistake. And yet, everybody's, the majority of people I've spoken to are saying he deserves to be fried. He deserves to be punished horrifically. In fact, his career should be ruined. Didn't happen to Kobe Bryant, Ray Lewis. Other major athletes who were involved in worse crimes. We're talking rape and murder. Here we're talking about the distribution of pornography, of photos. If not pornography, but like photographs. He got fined. He paid his dues. And he's going to pay his dues for the rest of his life. And God knows what kind of mental health he's going to have to deal with. That every day people are going to point the finger and goes, that's the guy who did that. Just like Simone Biles is going to be the person that people are going to point the finger and say, she's the one who let Team USA down. When did we lose our sense of community? I don't know. Folks, that's my rant for today. I look forward to seeing you back here on Monday at noon. Stuart will be back with me here in the studio. Well, his studio in Florida. I'll be here in Montreal. I look forward to catching up with everybody next week. Please, 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 when you if you have anything you wish to share, please share it with us on our Facebook page. Share it with us you know, on our YouTube channel. We are everywhere. We are growing. We are expanding. We have exceeded hundreds of hundreds and hundreds of, of listeners and watchers. And by the way, a shout out to one of our fans. Howie Silberger, I want to wish you congratulations on your wedding. Muzzle tub, man, all the very best. With that, folks, I want to wish you all a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Stay well, stay safe. See you next time.